Welcome to Your Adventure Podcast, a motivational podcast without the screaming. A hosted, unedited conversation with guests from all walks of life, sharing their own personal journey, showing that everyone has different outlooks on life, choice of career, and that success looks different for everyone. Get ready to be inspired and be enlightened of how we all have similar journeys and thoughts. Anything is possible. This is Your Adventure Podcast, and this is Dustin Emery. Hi guys, and welcome to Your Adventure Podcast. This is your host, uh, Dustin Emery, and today I have a special guest, uh, the business owner of a fragrance company called The Sea Collection. His name is Craig Furlow, and how you doing, man? I'm great. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Blessed. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for uh, coming on. And uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, the gift you got me, man. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was really surprised by that. I, I yeah, like it. My pleasure, um, man. You can say the name for me so I don't mess it up. <laughs> Amas La Creme. Amas La Creme. 1985. And uh, now I know you said this was a new one? Yes, that's the most recent, the latest. How's it How's it doing on this? It's doing great. Um, I feel it's my best work, to be honest. Um, I feel like I've had to mature to this scent. I mean, everything's, you know, as an artist, I consider myself an artist, everything's a learning curve, you know what I mean? And for me, it's all about evolution, and I've kind of evolved to this. Actually, that smells good. Oh, yeah. I passed the test. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gave me a bottle, and I'm, I'm spraying it on my yeah. arm currently complimentary okay nice yeah it, it's uh the the theme of it is um ex- exceed expectations it's just being your very best you know okay. in spite of um naysayers odds you know you can do whatever you want to do and it's classy i like it i like the exceed expectations i like that yeah. drive because it uh yeah when you say like kind of like yeah. going past Going past like the haters and all that. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Dyers. how did you make that one exactly? <laughs> uh, and uh, you mean how did I come up with it? Yeah, um, I, I approached it the way I approach every other fragrance. Um, <clears throat> it first starts with inspiration, mm-hmm. and I came up with or well, the inspiration for this came to me at the beginning of COVID. Oh, okay. You know, everybody's in the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, being a minority, you know, it, you're often. Um, underestimated mm. and that's kind of what started it and for me i never allowed that to be a crutch okay you know i always wanted to um be my very best mm. and I, I i realized at that point i didn't have a classy quote-unquote scent in my in my range in my line so far mm. so i was like yeah I, I really really want to add a scent that you can wear to something formal you know, you can wear to work, you know, you can feel your very best. Hmm. So from there, I, that's when I start thinking of notes. Um, I also do my research on um, fine fragrances. Oh, wow. And I just, I like to see what's, what's being used. You know, it, it's almost like music, hmm. you know, when someone creates a song, um, they, they listen to what's out and what's current. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of take your, your own path from there. So you branch off. Figure exactly. Out, figure out. That's where the artist. You. Yeah, that's where the artist c- comes in. You know, mm-hmm. he's okay. How how can I make this my way? Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, man. Well, I like it. Yeah. It smells good. Like I said, Thanks, the creme. 
Uh, it'll last all day. Check it out. It'll last all day. Yeah. Is that the guarantee? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. I have to put some more on when I go out tonight. Yeah, man. See, see if be that, generous. See if that uh, passes the test. Stays yes, all day. But um, we'll start at the beginning before we okay. dive more into your sure. you know, fragrance company. And the question I ask every guest, you know, is like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? You know, you know, compared to like what you are, where you're at now, like it's got to be totally different, right? One eighty. It's funny because I've always been a creative spirit. Mm-hmm. Um. It started when I was, I remember I was fascinated with Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Okay. And I, I, that's all I would draw because I like to draw too. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but when I was little, that's all I did. And my mom's, I mean, you go in my room, that's all I drew. Like I was so obsessed with them. But from there is probably when I realized, you know, I, I would make my own books. I would make little comic books. Oh. Um, and then I got into when the Lion King came out, like I was drawing Just the, the Lion lions King. yeah, over and over and over again. Um, but at that point I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to make my own cartoon. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know, so it got, that's what, it, what started the entrepreneur, you know, side. Okay. And from there I wanted to um, create my own clothes. So I started creating Going. t-shirts and then logos from there. Um, and then I discovered movies. Oh, wow. And graphics and all of those things. Uh, I think Jurassic Park was the first one that I was really inspired by. Hey, it's classic. Yeah, come on, man. No one can beat that one. Come on, man. The original. Even the newer ones uh, just, are great, but I'm just like, no, I still go back to the old no, ones. No, bro. The OG. Yeah. The very first two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I think those movies what inspired me to get into filmmaking. Hmm. So initially, I, I would say filmmaking and the behind the scenes um, special effects, those kind of things is what drew me to um, wanting to be creative in some way for a living. Have and you ever done any films or? No. <laughs> so, I mean, I got, I'm really good with the computer and Photoshop and um, video editing. Um, mm. I I kind of went into that. I took video media in high school. Mm. Um, but I never, how do I say this? There, My hand was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I never chose one thing. Like it was like <laughs> you want to do it all. Oh, I see that. I want to do that. <laughs> or you know, someone uh, suggested or you should model, and I was like, okay, I'll do that too. Mm-hmm. And then I started studying acting. So I think I would say through my early twenties, I was everywhere. Mm. I never really found a niche. And then I would say two thousand nine is when. It came to me. I, I I think I was looking at a Hugo Boss commercial. Okay. And I'm sure everybody's done this, but I was like, I wonder how they, I wonder how they make cologne. I wonder how they make perfume. Like, how do they do this? Mm-hmm. And I went to Google, and you I just learned how to do it. No, I I I went to Google. I, I like, how do you make perfume? And I think it sent me to, and this is before like social media was really heavy. Mm-hmm. So definitely, YouTube was kind of the big thing. Mm-hmm. And there was these how-to videos that came up. Um, this young lady, I forgot her name. But uh, it was like a one, two, three step. It was very basic, how to make a perfume. Wow. And from there, I just kind of... <laughs> so so how do you so how did you make like your first... Oh, it's funny because like, they advise you, you know, for beginners to use grain alcohol, 100, 100 proof. Hmm. And okay. so I went to BevMo and I bought 100 proof. Alcohol. Okay. 
and I bought some oils online. I didn't know at the time of, you know, because you have to decipher good products from bad. You know, mm. some people they lace it, you know, and it's not pure oils. Mm. That's a whole other thing. So I was it's buying cheaper, right? Yeah, when they do and, I, and I was buying whatever. I'm like, oh, that looks like it smells good. <laughs> well, I mean, go, <laughs> yeah. going for it for the first time, you're just like, yeah. okay, yeah. So it was trial and error. Mm-hmm. So the very first concoction I made, um, I was working at a hotel at the time, and my coworker, he's he was an older gentleman, Bill, rest in peace. Mm. Um, he smelled it. He was, <laughs> he said, this smells like first date. <laughs> like, oh wow, <clears throat> it was pretty bad. Okay. Um, it was funny, but it was that was my very first, and I it was in a mason jar. Did it have a name? No, 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 no. It, you know, I just, I literally was just going for it and see what I came up with. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was my very first one. Wow. Yeah. 2009. So 2021. So we're about 11 12. years in now. Yeah. About. 12. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> now, um, did you have like any help or is it just like you've been yourself so far with this fragrance company? Um, Especially when you're like making the actual fragrance. I relied on the how-to videos um, mm-hmm. and researching, you know, the origins of perfume um, and what makes a good fragrance. Um, and basically, the way a fragrance is constructed, it's there's a base, a middle, and a mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of relate it to writing a song. You know, it's in parts. Okay. And, you know, whatever your inspiration is, obviously... Um, is how you pick your notes mm-hmm. and that comes with time i've had to learn um what notes go well together and what i'm trying to say i want to create a fresh fragrance that mm-hmm. remi- I'm, I'm a very beachy kind of guy so i was gonna ask yeah. you that because of the um, name yeah I, I immediately thought of the beach just because of the name of this. i know i know it's not a i know it's not spelled uh s-e-a yes but when you when you say it the c collection i immediately thought of the beach yeah yeah it, I feel like I'm a beach bum at heart, so okay. um, naturally, I guess that kind of flows through. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my first fragrances were inspired by the beach, and that's kind of how I constructed them. You know, I, I chose fresh notes, things that uh, remind you of the beach when they hit your nose. What's like a, I'm trying to think like of the beach, what's like a fresh note to think of like at the beach? Uh, uh, juniper. Juniper? juniper? berry. Yeah, it's a very fresh earthy note mm. but it's i mean it's actually in this um the one i just had fragrance yeah so that's that's one of the fresher notes okay um there's i'm trying to think of a there's so many i'm trying to <laughs> you okay <clears throat> uh you don't have to name them all you can just say drawing that. a blank right now uh come on craig <laughs> You're good, man. No worries. <laughs> It'll come back to me. I will, we'll, I will. we'll circle around. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to uh, start on YouTube on just figuring out how to make a fragrance, I, I feel <laughs> like, uh, especially in 2009, like you mentioned, I mean, even this show, a lot of the stuff I learned on right. YouTube, it's kind of crazy how much YouTube you, shares. YouTube. Like, you can just learn a whole new business. Google and YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your main teachers. I would have never thought of fragrance or, or cologne in general, but so like your creative side, like how, how did you, besides the, was the neck just because you wanted to know how it was made? That's how you got into the business. That that's what started reason? it. Mm-hmm. Be, 
because I mean, as I mentioned before, I was everywhere and I didn't find yeah. a niche that I didn't find a passion for gotcha. some, you know, for one particular thing. And when I picked this up, mm-hmm. I never put it back down. So I realized oh, this must be a passion. This is it. Because I'm not bored with it. You know, it's not like, okay, let's move on to the next. I, I've stuck with it for 12 years. Now, are you are you doing this company like out of your own home or do you have like an actual uh, like well, shop or workshop? Partially. Um, I keep all of the supplies and um, the bottles. I keep all those things at my, I have an actual production room at my home. Okay. But um, when they're actually filled, mm-hmm. um, I actually work with a third party to fill them for me on a bigger okay. quantity, a bigger scale. Gotcha. Yeah. So how much, uh, how many bottles of the Homas La Creme have you sold to? Oh America? man, uh, we well I did a pre, pre sorry pre sale mm-hmm. uh, two weeks before, so I sold out through half of my first batch of oh. the pre orders. So, and that's the most I've done for any cologne so far. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I I saw a few of uh, the videos. Oh yeah, I the, think on your Instagram for like presenting advertisement. Yeah, yeah. presenting this yeah. Um, cologne. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those videos, is that, is that like a hired model that you got or is this just yeah, a video so, you made? Um, over the, I mean, it, this has taken a whole year to, mm-hmm. um, create and the, um, the concept, everything, all of it came together. So when I decided, okay, this is how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I have a lot of friends in the modeling industry, mm-hmm. you know? So I said, okay. I can't afford to hire everybody to shoot. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to some of my friends and I asked them to send me their best um, photos, you know, if they have any photos in a suit. Mm. Yeah, I saw that wear. in the video. So a lot of them sent me their best photos. You know, I told them I can't pay you, unfortunately, but are you willing, if you're willing to help me, I would, you know. And they, a lot of them, all of them actually were gracious enough to allow me to use them. Yeah, that's awesome. And I had to decipher through which ones sold the cologne the best you know that they, they really said amas the creme mm-hmm. so and then there's also a couple that we actually shot um for a couple weekends back i think on october like a video no we no the oh okay. yeah the actual foot yeah the oh. actual footage um so it was a combination of people that i i know and then i actually did a craigslist ad just to you know like find someone absolutely so that's how hey. it all came together Hey, man, that's okay because, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, having the connections from your, like, previous field that... Utilize, bro. Yeah, you got to <laughs> utilize it. You really do. All resources. Yeah. I Absolutely. Mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think I've talked about it so far on the podcast, but, like, some of the guests that I've met, including yourself, like, it's been through that, uh, that business, mm-hmm. you know, app uh, on bumble which is really mm. weird mm. right very weird because <laughs> i never thought that would be something like a tool that to you use. Would... yeah because yep. i didn't even know it existed i thought it was just strictly a dating app right but then it came up with this whole business section right and um yeah i mean my last like three guests have all been just like people people like yourself that are just like trying to like connect with other individuals and get mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. you know so it's like I said, I never thought I would use something like that, but it's worked out, you know, very well so far. Absolutely. You're good. Don't worry. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't worry about the sound. You're good. Nobody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I mean, even for yourself, um, like I said, to have your, you know, connections from your past to help you now, like and it's, it's vital. No, you say that. I mean, <clears throat> for me, 
it's everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, utilizing all resources, especially as a small business owner, you exactly. want to network as much as you can and many, as many outlets as you can. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bumble Business has been a major resource for me and just meeting people. I've gotten um, invited to pop-up events, mm-hmm. you know, through Bumble um, Business, mm-hmm. which is, I'm like, dude, and I wasn't even looking for it. Like, I, I was looking for it, I but I wasn't. looking for it either. You know what I mean? So, uh, at least on that app. Yeah. I wasn't. You don't expect it, right? <clears throat> yeah. No. So... Um, yeah, I'm all for utilizing every resource you can, especially at small business to get the word out there. And I think that's a key component to like small business owners. Cause I feel like sometimes small business owners don't want to look, um, like look kind of, I don't know, like crappy mm-hmm. or they don't, they're they maybe do embarrassed to use a certain tool. Cause like, I would assume it sounds weird saying that I've, connected with people on a dating app for business right because when you hear got, bumble it, yeah <laughs> that's you, what you hear you, when you hear you bumble associate. you automatically yeah. go dating yep. and it's like well no if you actually do the research into bumble they have mm-hmm. a business section yep. and this is all it is now most people are gonna say oh that's so weird like why would you be doing that but it's been such a helpful tool so the like, ones that don't use it? use it yeah, yeah. The, the, one, one, the ones that don't use it, they're embarrassed by it right. it's like right. but if it helps you right i don't see the problem and if you haven't utilized it I would say the ones that are skeptical or have not utilized it because mm-hmm. once you're on it and you see how it works, then it's com- it makes complete sense. <clears throat> I guess the the funnier ones on there. I don't know if you've experienced this, but like the funnier ones on there, I've experienced are the ones who are like trying to sell me something. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of those, those multi-level those the, marketers. Yes, you know? those yeah. are the funniest ones because I'm yeah. like I'm like yeah I'm not here for that. Like I don't want to buy anything. I appreciate you know you Sorry. connecting with me or something, but like. I Trying to bring you on their team. Yeah, Yeah, I think the last one I had was, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that company called Amway. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a guy on there, a real nice guy. Like, he was cool and everything. Um, But, like, yeah, he wanted me to, like, start my own business with Amway and stuff. And I was like, I was like, I know all about Amway. And, like, I know it works. And it's been around for, like, 60 years. So they're definitely doing something right. I get it. But um, my biggest thing, just like you mentioned with your, you know, your fragrances, your colognes, <clears throat> I don't have a passion to sell Amway stuff. Yeah. I mean, they sell a lot of good things. I've used stuff like that in the past, um, but I don't have a passion to do it. So it's like, I don't want to start that business. And also, I feel especially with sales, mm-hmm. you have to have a passion. You have to be built for that. You mm-hmm. know, some people are not built for sales. And me, it's, it's funny because... I'm not a natural born salesman. I was just going to ask you, but that. with like, your insight, I literally was pushed because of it. You know, I had to learn how to be a salesman, mm-hmm. even though I'm not naturally a salesman, but because I have a passion for my product and, and my, and my art. Yeah. Then that's what pushes me to sell. Did you have anybody help you? Like maybe first off on figuring out how to sell something? Or did I mean, you just do it. It's like just, YouTube <laughs> again. Yeah. Like the internet, <laughs> like researching how to sell your product, mm-hmm. you know, especially for a beginning business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a daunting task because, you know, you're, you're overshadowed by all these bigger brands. Yeah. And how do you set the, yourself apart? You know what I mean? Especially in this industry. I mean, fragrances are extremely broad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like everybody has a fragrance, especially celebrities. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. But some of them are bad, though, I'll be honest. Oh, it's terrible. And like, they just sell it because it's a and, famous person. Yeah, like, oh. they just, you know, use their name and, and yeah. likeness, and that's that. And it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, it does make, and a lot of other, I've talked to a lot of other business owners, small business owners, mm-hmm. all of these, you know, celebrities utilizing, you know, their name, 
you know, and, and starting like, kudos to them. I get skin, yeah, skin lines and all. But my thing is like, you know, leave a little something for us. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like we're actually putting in the work out here to do just this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's easier for you because you've already made a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does become a little frustrating sometimes, you know, again, kudos to them, but um, someone in my lane would completely understand. Like, you're, you're in it for the yeah this the is passion. my this is like, what i do you know thing. what i mean this is what i do you them know? it's uh, another paycheck I yeah guess. endorsement yeah. put my name or something on that they might not even use i'm right. always curious about that and I'm some like, of them do don't really use it? it yeah i'm like having worked in the entertainment business a lot of a lot of them don't you know they they'll go buy prada but have their name on a perfume that that's theirs mm-hmm. you know what i mean just to sell it so it's interesting you know how that all works but yeah it does like dude i actually created this yeah. like this formula there's a lot of work that goes into this and yeah it makes it a little frustrating sometimes so like what's your um i'm just imagining uh, like a scientist for some reason <laughs> so like what are you doing when you're first creating like a perfume i'm just i like i said i imagine a scientist and i just imagine you sitting there with like Everybody. different bottles of oils and fragrances and you're just like pulling a lab them in together. yeah it looks my production room looks like a lab yeah um, I particularly made it look like that just so that I can get into the, the zone, mm. if, if you will. Um, yeah, so I have a amber glass bottle that, okay. and yes, I, 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 seek out a lot of different materials from across, um, the internet and mm-hmm. I, I know the best companies now because I've had to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have my, my core group of companies that I buy supplies from. And I have a lot of inventory in that regard. So I'll, if I, depending on what fragrance I'm creating, um, I'll sit there and I'll, you know, say say it's amber mm-hmm. or sandalwood. Um, those are generally base notes. So I'll start with base notes. M- most of the time, I've already had this written down in my head mm-hmm. um, of what I want to use the first time. Mm-hmm. So before I even go and pick up an, an oil. I already have it in my head of what I want to use, the ingredients. So you're creating a recipe. Yeah. I already have the recipe in my head. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll write it down, and then I'll pick those ingredients. I'll mix them together, and from there I start tweaking it. So um, what I have is a, it's a little paper. They call it a sample. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you call it. But uh, you dip it, and then you start. You smell you start, it. It, it's a smelling process. So um, it starts with me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll start asking other people what they think of it. So I'll create three different formulas. Mm. I usually do about three because I, I, it gets nerve wracking or it just, it gets, I get tired after creating so many. I'm like, dude, and I feel like, you know, not to sound cocky at all, but I'm good enough at this point to, you know, have to create so many versions of something. Like I, I'm pretty good at, you know, knock, knocking it right on the, the head. Guy. Yeah. Let's say the first few times, like the Masla Creme was about four versions in. Okay. Before I finalize it, this is everybody was like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. So that's how it. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I I had to ask because I was yeah. curious. So I, was like, it's, I just imagine a scientist, but. And it is science. It's 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 chemistry. So, it is. You know, one of the subjects I hated in school, you know, ended up. It's yeah. It's just funny how things work out. <clears throat> yeah, I was yeah I was gonna say I don't think I I liked chemistry either, but yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's funny how you use that now. Yeah. But um, so when did you first go live, like with your um, like website and all that, for to sell your first? I guess you'd sell your first perfume well, or, or cologne. The road to that was 
I mean, I would say the first time I actually created a, a good one, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I was like, I don't know, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like 2010 is when my dad, I was, I was in the yard with my dad um, and we were raking leaves mm-hmm. and he was like, what are you wearing? And I was like, oh. Oh wow! The first thing I was like, dude, this is the first time somebody noticed anything. So that that was kind of the foundation of my first cologne. Oh wow! And then from there, I got insecure about it. So I like I wanted it to be perfect. Mm. So I I started tweaking it and making it better, or seemingly thinking I was making it better. Um, and then I would regress a little bit because then I would you know make it and <laughs> it smell as good as the first time. So. That whole process, the tweaking process for that first cologne took about seven years. Oh, wow. Because in, in between that life, you know, got in the way. Yeah, but of course. I ended up moving to Miami in 2014. Mm-hmm. And it was just something about the atmosphere there. I, you know, I was modeling. I was um, acting. I was, I just felt like, I just felt like I was in a really good place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to finalize this shit. I mean. No, you can. It, <laughs> uh, I put explicit on all the episodes, just in yeah. Case. Like I just like, dude, I gotta, I gotta, you know, because everybody, everybody, because mm-hmm. I was always asking everybody, smell this, smell this, smell this, mm-hmm. and they were just like, you just got, you gotta make a, you gotta start a business, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, you know what, I am. So I finalized it in Miami. This was 2015, hmm. and I started the C collection at the end of 2015. And Beau is the first clone I've ever created, was the first. Yeah. So you're now kind of in a way just like hitting your stride. <laughs> yeah. Like you're in yeah. a you're yeah. like in a good zone essentially yeah. now. Like yeah. 2015, 21 now. So about yeah. was that six years? Six years. Yeah. So you're now just hitting yeah, your stride. Just hitting my stride. And that's always interesting to me when I talk to like small business owners because um, like my brother is a small business owner as well. Uh, he owns a coffee shop. Nice. In Redlands. Um, awesome. But <clears throat> the thing I always find interesting is a lot of people, when I talk to them, they don't know about business or anything. And, you know, like, I don't know a lot about it. I just know a little bit about it because of my family. But, like, those first few years of whatever you're doing, you might not make anything. Nope. Anything. You, you might be in the red. If you break even, it's like, wow. But you might not make anything. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, yeah, man. Like, some companies, you don't get big until years down the line. Like, it takes a lot of hard work, you know? I mean, <clears throat> you just said six years. Um, I didn't get my LLC till just a few years ago, a couple oh, years ago. See? Um, yeah, and all me, that stuff takes time. And some people, I don't know, at least I was. Um, I call it that, you know, it's that fear. Mm-hmm. of because once you get an LLC, it's like official you know what i mean and it's like you're jumping off like it's do or die mm-hmm. um I, I always had that that safety like you know as long as i don't have an LLC, like mm-hmm. if it fails <laughs> you're good. you know what i mean um but yeah i would say covid i didn't really start having consistent sales until a couple of years ago wow yeah so and even still like i still struggle with social media like I hate having to post it's every a game. day. Oh man. It's ridiculous. So I've had to research other outlets to sell so mm-hmm. that I'm not just relying on social media mm-hmm. sales. Um, like I haven't posted in probably a week so far because I just, it's so much, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It takes a lot cause I do everything. I put together those, the videos, the marketing. So you're the only person in the company. Everything. Basically. Yeah. I do everything. <clears throat> and people don't understand. That's a lot of work. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, companies like hire people now to do Absolutely. social media stuff. Because Absolutely. it's a whole And I'm there. Like, I really want to hire some. Like, I'm just, dude, mm-hmm. this is just too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I, I agree because, like, my brother got into that same boat um, for years, you know, up to this point. Uh, he was all him, you know, because, like, he's, like I said earlier before the show started, um, like, he was an amateur photographer when we were kids. So he was into it, you know, making all the pictures and stuff. But eventually, like, because you have to, you basically have to keep the attention of the people content. because there's so many other businesses doing the same thing you're content, doing. Content, content. So how do you stand out? And you have to do it every day, if not once or twice a day. And eventually he's like, dude, this is like a second job. Burnout. He's like, and I'm not even getting paid for it, like doing the social media stuff, right? So eventually, yeah, now he, he hired someone to like help him do the social media stuff and it's working out great see that's where i'm at like i i'm at a point where i feel like i can hire a social media company because i just don't want to focus on that part as much anymore well you want to make the fragrance i want to focus on the creative part yeah you know what i mean in the business aspect of it Mm -hmm. um because i feel like that's where i'm that's where i'm good at you know what i mean yeah i'm not even i'm not even a fan of social media like i do it because i have to you know what i mean no i agree like um same thing with this show. Like, I don't have a personal Instagram of like my life and stuff like that. As I've, um, I used to back in the day when it first came onto the scene. Um, but eventually, I just got tired of it. I was like, man, my whole life's out there. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I stopped, and I just got rid of everything. Um, but then when I decided to start this show, I knew I had to start social media again because I was like, it's there's, inevitable. There's millions of shows out there podcasts yep. so it's like i gotta put myself out there so people can find you because yep. if you don't yep. you're screwed yep. like you have to you don't have a choice mm-hmm. and there's so many different outlets and they're all different Yep. because like the biggest one now which i never thought it would be popular is, is tiktok like i don't even know if i don't even that. have a tiktok i'm just like i'm literally literally last at the party all and the it's time it's huge yeah, it's huge. Now. I don't have a Twitter. Like I, I, I'm, I don't have Twitter. I'm last at the party. Like, and everybody's like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, it's huge. And I was like, dude, I think it's bigger than YouTube. Now. I can't keep up. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, cause like, um, yeah, the only thing I have right now is Instagram, and I have a TikTok for this, but um, I definitely don't post enough on TikTok. Yeah. You know, and it's it's crazy just because there's new videos every second, yep. so it's yep. so hard. To create a good video. And you're competing with the, the younger generation. Yeah. Like, they're completely social media. You oh, know? yeah. They are on it 24-7. You know, I, I know um, on my side job, I do, um, I work security at Costco. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are early younger. 20s, you know, just graduating high school. And they're on social media all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, dude. It's I can crazy. watch like there's like 20 videos in their story. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, if you get on like Instagram, for instance, mm-hmm. and you go to Reels, like, yep. and you just keep going going up, swiping, it yep. never ends. Yep. There's a video yeah. a- after and, everything, and they're the TikTok ends. generation. So you're competing <laughs> with that. You know, keeping up with the times. You know, especially as a business owner, you know, social media is the source. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, I I often ask myself like I'm like how did like SD Lauder and like the companies that didn't have the social media aspect outlet, mm. you know, how did they, you know, I, I look at, you know, those, those avenues too, because for me, it's like someone who 
doesn't i'm not a social media person i post you know selfies and things because i i have to it's like part of my mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. but i'm 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 trying to look at other ways to you know what i mean or things to utilize to sell my product and get mm-hmm. my product out there and for me it's been um doing pop-up events <clears throat> and i'm trying to get into bigger ones um because if you do the right ones you'll meet people to help you who have resources mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's the kind of the idea of it what uh what kind of pop-ups have you done so far um i mean i've done smaller ones um you know the what do you call it the the little city ones and then okay. i've done um more celebrity oriented ones um i've done a couple of those and those were obviously more successful because mm. people have money <laughs> who go there and um you're you're just exposed to um so many people mm-hmm. and since covid i haven't been able to do those kind of you know pop-up events but that's what i'm in right now um, my birthday is actually coming up in october and I, right. I had this idea to do my own pop-up just for my business though for like um oh your birthday for your business is yeah like kind of like a slash <laughs> birthday celebration slash pop-up like gotcha i want to have like stations for all of my colognes and kind of just wrapped around my business Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i want to do kind of a pop-up slash birthday celebration how many uh how many colognes so you said you want to have stations okay yeah Yeah, four yeah and they're all uh men colognes Uh, well two of them are men uh the first my very first one both suave is unisex Hmm. and then there's one woman women's cologne perfume sorry how's how did you come up with like the woman's one since Uh, you're since you're going into it with like the male perspective yeah yeah, that's the thing though, because I I never had any intention on doing women's. Like, I I can't relate enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I would just start asking women, you know, through what dating and that like? I knew, like like what do you guys like? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would ask my mother, um, my sisters, and I got enough push. Like, I mean, every they were like, when are you gonna have a perfume? When are you gonna have a perfume? Mm-hmm. Especially, I have a lot of women in my family, mm-hmm. so. That's kind of where um, the push came from to create a... I said, I'm okay. I'm going to do one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, again, a lot of my fragrances were inspired by the beach. So, I kind of drew inspiration from island life. Mm, okay. So, I came up... I, I heard this name um, a few years ago. Um, one of my coworkers, our past coworkers, named her daughter Isla. Mm. And I just always thought that was a beautiful name. Sounds like island. Yeah. yeah. It's very tropical and, mm. and and beautiful so i decided to t- i actually named it before i even had the formula oh, okay and a lot of times i do that so that gives me something to go with mm. so I, I said i'm gonna name it isla cool so this is gonna be a tropical islandy perfume mm. feminine perfume so i just chose the most feminine notes and um, sweet. I didn't. Well, it's not super sweet, so I would say I didn't want it, the you know bees to be chasing them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I wanted it to be feminine, and so I chose very soft, sweet notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it it didn't take very long to come up with the final formula. Um, I asked my mother, of course. Um, I asked everybody, everybody that's close to me, mm-hmm. what they thought of it, and once I I nailed it, and voila, Isla. Huh, okay. <laughs> so I got one. You, yeah. You think maybe in the future you'll have another one? Oh, yeah. I, I This is the thing. Having, being a, you know, the sole source of everything, mm-hmm. um, 
the more <laughs> fragrances I have, the more work I have. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of work. True. And I, for me, like right now, four is enough for me to manage mm. until I can afford to bring on help. Mm. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So that's kind of what I have to consider. You don't want to spread yourself too thin. Oh, man. To where and I have. Product suffers, I have. maybe. I've, I've had more than four <clears throat> at one point. Oh, wow. I was doing body sprays. Um, I had lotion. I had shower gel. Like, oh. I've tried everything, but I realized because as an artist, you want to, like, put out everything, you know, mm-hmm. that you create. And, you know, for me, I've always, I've been known to, to put the cart before the horse mm. and spread myself too thin. I so. You. As I've matured into this and, you know, evolved in this business, I've realized, okay, Craig, don't, don't put too much in your mouth. You know, you Mm. you just want to like enough for you to, you know, chew at a time. Because if you create one thing that's like really good, Mm -hmm. then like, why not stick with that? Well, that's exactly. Even better. Exactly. That's where I'm at. It always makes me think of, um, I don't know if you have the same opinion, but it always makes me think of those restaurants that serve everything right like they have american mexican chinese uh you know they serve everything and i feel like it's all mediocre right it's like none of it's really that great you know because i think they're just stretching themselves right. just, and then you go to the restaurants yep. that serve yep. like one thing yep and it's usually really good like because yep. they've just perfected that right thing right you know um well that's you, you just hit it on the nail for me like i said i told myself okay before this cologne was released i said I'm just going to take my four core fragrances, the ones that have sold the most, mm. um, and just stick to those and promote those and push those. So that's what I've done. So there's four. I feel them. And for me, it's I chose the ones, you know, I feel like there's something for everybody. Um, there's there's a night. Um, I call it the nightlife, you know, and. Uh, themed fragrance. It's called Platinum. Boswell Platinum. Oh, I like the name. Um, yeah. So, makes me, and it, yeah, it makes me think of the night. It's my top. It's one of the top sellers because it, it caters to a huge demographic to the younger crowd mm-hmm. and the older older gentlemen like it as well. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just pushing those right now. Um, and then is uh, Ella? What is Ella? Isla. 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 Think of Island. Yeah, uh, Isla. Is that <laughs> yeah. the other... One that you have out right now too. That's or a, the, the only out woman of the perf- four, the only women perfume I have. So I couldn't get it. I couldn't do away with that. I had to keep it in the yeah. The and roster. then um, the unisex one. Which one? What's Beau that Suave, one's called? That's the first one. Boswave. Yes. How'd you come up with the, that one? Um. Well, I was you know, I was in Miami when mm-hmm. I finalized it. So it was the inspiration came from you know being a Cal- California native, mm-hmm. um, being a a beach beachy guy, and then. I drew inspiration from being in Miami, being in that, that tropical weather. Mm. It's just a different energy in Miami um, that is hard to explain. But what what makes like a unisex though? Because I'm always curious um, about that. It's, sometimes it's I funny feel be, like it leans. It's funny you one say that because more. it inst- when I first released it, it wasn't intended to be unisex. It was oh. for men, but because mm. I was trying to okay, I'm trying to make this cologne. S- like masculine but sweet enough to draw a woman's attention mm. and with that i ended up creating a unisex like women start they buying like it. it for themselves and i'm just like oh and then a lot of people kept saying you should make this unisex like I, you know i wear it i get compliments all the time mm. and i was like oh okay i mean it makes sense because like um i know some guys and like even myself sometimes like some guys don't like 
like the really masculine super yeah uh, scents or flavor yeah. flavors you know and then and then they like some of the like fruitier right, kind right. of things and then sometimes yeah they want something that's kind of in the middle so they feel like a guy and they also have like right. a, this fruity side to it you know well i i come across that sometimes right but i think it's funny the Boswab doesn't have any fruit in it <laughs> like oh, okay. it's not even a fruity fragrance i think what <laughs> for me the the two notes that make it unisex is it's like um sage and coconut mm. those two notes are like the main notes in the fragrance and those are very neutral oh, smells yeah. especially coconut yeah and coconut you don't really find in a lot of men fragrances mm-hmm. but it's not sweet coconut so mm-hmm. um i think those two kind of brought it to the middle like to where a man a man can wear it and mm. then a woman can wear it as well and they both smell good so yeah so i know you said um that you're doing security work right yeah on the side yeah. so is this is this your like main source of income right now to help both. yourself and the business both yeah so and for me again going back to resources um i like making money so of course you know, and you need it for small business yeah and for me it's like i've always kind of stood on i'm not gonna take any my first resort is not taking any money from my company. Like I, I want to have capital and I use my own money mm-hmm. for supplies and, you know, pop-up events and those kind of things. So I try to keep money and capital in the company mm-hmm. um, and just make money elsewhere. Occasionally I'll take money, especially during COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money came in handy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I try to keep the C collection over here until I get to a point where I can solely live off of the C collection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'll continue to use all avenues I can to make money. And, you know, that's smart um, because of the fact that there's a lot of people that start a new business and right. then they quit their day jobs. Yep. Because it's like, oh, well, I started a business, so I'm good. But it's like... It doesn't work like it that. It doesn't work like that because, <laughs> yeah. like, if you start, you know, just taking all the money from the business and not putting it back into it, especially in the very beginning, like, it's probably not going to happen. And, it's gonna fail and you got um got to consider you know it's not consistent mm-hmm. income you know you you go through your slow periods especially being a small yes. business yeah like my biggest time of the year is the second quarter of the year like going towards the holidays oh so like gifts like starting from mother's day on like mother's mother's day there's father's day and then you go through summer and then the holidays come and that's the biggest time of the year for me. I could think of cologne as a gift uh, for sure. It's it's it's, ne- it's simple. It's easy. It's elegant. the easiest go to. Mm-hmm. The easiest go to, and of course, a lot of companies capitalize on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because who doesn't like a cologne? Mm-hmm. Like even people that don't maybe wear cologne regularly, if they get one, I think they use it. I mean, my mom. We at one point we all gave her perfume every <laughs> single year. <laughs> at the moment, she was like, "Okay, I don't want any more perfume." I know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you get one every year, do you go through a whole bottle in a year? Maybe. Yeah, she's probably. I think she just gave some away because we've given her so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And especially now with you, like maybe you'll get. Yeah, one. yeah. Like she was obviously the first one I gave Isla to, and she loved it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she has so many. Like I actually took a picture of her her stand at one point. I was like, dude, how do you wear all of this? Like, <laughs> I think I think I have one right now, like one clone. So this will be two. What is, but what? I like this one better because the other one I have is just something that I bought um, from. You know what it's called? Uh, no, I can't. It was it's it's from the Bath and uh, 
Bath and Body Works. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. The ones that are in the mall with like the lotion. And all oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a whole men section. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not whole. I should say it's pretty small. It's small compared to everything else. It's small compared to everything else. I think they just did it because. All right, you guys. Yeah, and <laughs> and they know that like boyfriends, husbands, yeah. they're going into that shop yeah. for their their woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like you might as well give them something to look at. Yep. And um, it, it's okay. I, I don't like it that much. It's, yeah, I it's was very. It's very manly. Yeah. Like it's All like of them wood. Are. And yeah. like like fire, I don't know. Yeah. And like we mentioned earlier on your unisex, um, yeah, I don't I don't want like that super manly right smell. Because right. I'm just like, eh, like you know, I like the outdoors and stuff, but I don't really want to Yeah, smell some guys like don't it. gravitate towards that. You know, they like more neutral smells. Mm. Um, which is okay. Yeah. You know, there are even some people don't know this, there are some perfumes that were intended for women that are more neutral. Oh, wow. um, they're not super sweet, so a man can wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, for me, it's to each his own. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, you know, makes you feel your best, you know what I mean? And you feel comfortable. I don't feel like you have to wear the super masculine cologne because you're a guy. No. Yeah, I, I never agree with that. I would say that mindset was probably really prominent back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now, since there's definitely been a change in society, I, I think it's changing. So yep, much that absolutely, guys, you got men wearing nail polish. Now. Yeah, like, and it's normal now, <laughs> and they're and they're straight. Yeah, it's yeah, normal yeah. now. It, it's weird yeah. how all that stuff has changed, and I think cologne is, is the same thing. Absolutely, because like I remember, even uh, you know, I'm 28, and I, I remember when I was like 22, like uh, like my girlfriend's perfume at the time, like I would wear it maybe because like it smelled good. I was like, right. oh yeah, I'm like right. I don't really care. It's a girl's perfume, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I mean. Going back to high school, uh, you started the cologne we first started with, especially like maybe junior high was crap. It was a uh, um, curve. Uh, it's made. It's making a comeback now, which is weird because I've seen commercials for it. But Axe body spray, Axe, yeah, which is terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Oh yeah, it's awful. And there, but I remember back in the day, it was the thing. And people were buying them like water. I mean, I, I kudos to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. Back in when I was in high school, it was Chrome and Curve. I remember Curve. Because I was like the bottle. Yeah, Aqua de Gio. But even still, I think that's what also inspired me to make a different kind of cologne. Mm. That's what inspired um, Beau Suave as well. Um, I was just tired of going into the cologne store. and Everything you smelled had a similar smell because it was a guy cologne. You know what I mean? Nothing stood out. Like After you smelled like five of them, you're like, okay, I don't remember the first one yeah and it's hard to pick one because yeah. it's um i think i think for myself even when i would pick out cologne is like you said they all smelled the same so if they all smelled the same i usually went with which one's the cheapest <laughs> it's true because if they all smell the same i'm like makes, well, yeah no which one's the cheapest like, absolutely like it's okay uh <clears throat> there's not much of a difference here no let's see uh what's not gonna break my wallet the only <laughs> difference is like the name brand right like you're gonna pay high price for it's funny brand. though like that's exactly how it goes it has nothing to do with you know what's in it um i mean i try to use the best um ingredients and mm. you know um product but th- the thing for me is if it smells good you know and it, it's pr- the presentation is good you know then that's all that matters you know what i mean i think you have if you have to decipher like prada or mm. Um, like the higher end brands, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're paying for the name. You're not paying because they're all made the same. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's that's what I hate sometimes is 
I feel like a lot of those. Uh, I mean, kudos to them for being as big as they are now because right. it definitely took a lot of hard work. Right. Um, but I feel like they lost some of their passion. Yep. Because in the beginning, it it w- <clears throat> it definitely wasn't about money in the beginning. Because in the beginning, they're starting off with an idea, uh, maybe a passion and a goal to do their first product or whatever. And then now they've turned into like you know this huge conglomerate, right? Well, that's what happens when they become a really big corporation. It it gets lost in the shuffle. The mm. the actual core of the company and the mm. value. You know what I mean? Um, where you were, like for me, like being a small business, like everything is important, and mm. and I really take pride in my creations. Mm. You know what I mean? For me, it's like if I did become that big corporate conglomerate one day, like I always want to keep that at the at the forefront mm-hmm. i don't want to it just you know everybody buy my product whether you like it or not i don't even yeah. care if it's that good mm-hmm. i don't ever want to become that you know? and that, i think that happens too often because yep. <clears throat> it becomes about money yeah you know they they're creating these fragrances like all hotcakes like yeah. even if it's terrible you know mm-hmm. what i mean i have to name a few fragrances that <laughs> that literally because of oh it's my name mm-hmm Let's create whatever and put it, put my name on it. It's like we mentioned earlier with uh, celebrity clones. Yep. They're terrible. Most of them. But they sell because yeah. it's the name. got this name. The name. There's only a few I can actually stand behind and say, okay. But most of them. Most of them are bad. Yeah, they're pretty crap. Do you, uh, since you're on this topic, do you, do you use your own clone or do you buy, <laughs> or do you buy other people's clone? Uh, that's funny because at one point I felt guilty to, to buy really uh, yeah oh wow I'm like why would I, like, yeah you're making i'm it. supposed to be it? like hmm. selling my own mm-hmm. like why would i buy other fragrances <clears throat> but i had to put it in perspective i'm like okay i can wear mine mm-hmm. and i can also wear something you like from that i like company. you know what i mean yeah every once in a while it's all good um so occasionally i do have other a couple others outside of my clones but most of the time i wear my own do you ever um do you ever buy a cologne for like research purposes? Maybe to like I I don't buy maybe them. Figure it out. I don't buy them. I I go into um, fragrance st- shops or Macy's, hmm. and I'll just oh, wow, Macy's, yeah. I'll smell them mm-hmm. um, just to, to just to get a feel for what's popular mm-hmm. at the moment. Even though I don't necessarily you know concoct mine based off of what's popular, mm-hmm. I still like to get a feel for what guys are kind of gravitating towards today. Yeah. And yeah. I think as a business owner, you have to do that. You have to. You have to be able to adapt. Yep. To and for me, it's like, okay, this is what's current. How do I make something that's current, but still make it different? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I, how I approach it. Hmm. You, uh, uh, does anybody ever question you? You're just going in there and Macy's smelling stuff? <laughs> no. Well... I think Macy's still do that, like the sample thing that they do. I haven't been in the Macy's. Yeah, they they time. they're sitting up there. The only thing is, you gotta you know, I know the ones that go to that don't have the salesman are trying to sell you something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah, that gets a little you know anno- yeah, yeah. annoying. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it sounds ironic coming from me, but I I'm not one of those in your face salesmen, so mm. I, I never really cared for that type of sales approach. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of more like organically. In conversation, like, oh, what kind of clone do you wear? I think you probably <clears> figure that someone's if someone likes it, they're gonna like it regardless. Yeah, yeah I'm not trying to hey, smell this, smell it, smell it, smell this now. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that kind of selling, so I'm not gonna be that. Yeah. I mean, 
a salesman, I guess that's just how it's always been for right. that field. Like, especially but they have a quota too. Yeah, you know? quotas, and a lot of them, which is I always thought was super crazy for most businesses, where salesmen like their pay is just their commission. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have an hourly wage. Right. And I'm just like that's so nuts. Cause it's right. like, what if you're just awful at sales stuff? Seriously, like, <laughs> like you, you have. Well, that's what I mean. Like you have to be a natural born <clears throat> salesman to mm-hmm. work those kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be willing to just like do or die. Like yeah. I'm gonna sell this many today. Yeah, because like <clears throat> I've had um, <clears throat> in the past like a few interviews for like being a salesperson. Right. Um. And I, I think I know how to talk, but I definitely don't have, I think, enough confidence to directly just sell something and sell it really hard, you know? So, like, those jobs I never took because they were like, oh, like, all your pay is commissioned. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I, yeah. can't, I can't do it. Like, there's no way. And it's for me, it's ironic because I would never apply for those kind of jobs. But, like, when I do pop-up events, for instance, like... Yeah, I, how do you sell there? I have to be that person. Mm. But what separates, again, that goes back to the passion. And knowing... This is your baby. I can actually sell it because I know what's in it. Mm -hmm. I know where the concept came from. Like, I actually created it. So Mm -hmm. that's what separates me from selling somebody else's product. That's true. Because if you work for a company selling their product, it's like, like, what's the big deal? Because, you know, you have nothing to do with it. Yep. And for me, it's like, okay, I'm sitting here making somebody else rich. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I look at it. You know, these bigger companies, they have enough money. And That's as a, such a big topic yeah, nowadays. And as a small small <laughs> business, it's like, this is why we emphasize supporting small businesses. Mm-hmm. Because these bigger companies, they have enough money. Like, they, they've sold, they've literally gotten all your money already. I know. And for me, I think that's what's been the biggest seller for me. It's just my story. And it's not common for a dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You know, and it's a, it's a bunch of different layers. But that's that's allowed me to sell at these pop-up events. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I, like I said, I like to get into conversation. And there's a, there's a human connection yep. with small businesses. Yep. Like, I think people don't, I don't think people realize that they like that. Yep. Until they're actually in it. Yep. You know, like... Like for me, um, I'm going to school for psychology. Oh, nice! I'm getting my education in that, um, and I'm going all the way to the top to a doctrine. That's my oh, lifelong oof, goal for it. Fancy. But it's <laughs> my lifelong goal for it. But hey, good for you, man. Just in learning some of the things that I've learned in my classes is like the whole psychology of it is like, yeah, we want that human connection, even though we kind of deny it yeah. in a way, you know. And it's re- it's a relatable thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, like, dude, yeah, I have, you know, in talking or selling them my clone, like, I've gotten them, you know, I've always wanted to do this, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, I, I, I kind of make this on the side, I've just been afraid to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because this is not easy. No. And I think a lot of people, that's what people relate to, like, mm-hmm. these people are out here doing it, mm-hmm. you know, even in spite of all these other big companies, you know, they're, they're choosing to go, you know, what, I'm just going to do it, and we're making it work even in spite of the hardship. Cause it's very, I, it, I can't put enough emphasis on it. I get it. It's so hard. Yeah. I mean, just watching my brother, like going through the years with his coffee <clears throat> business. Yeah. Like to where he's at now, it, it's kind of crazy to think about where he was at. And imagine the beginning. a whole nother, like there's a whole nother side. Imagine, see when you're selling someone else's product mm-hmm. and say you're working at Macy's. Yeah. You want to get that quota, but 
it's not going to kill you at the end of the day. Like, okay, they didn't no. want to buy it or they, they walked past me. And it's but, not your inventory. Yeah. But if it's you, if it's your, your art, mm-hmm. your product that you created and put your heart and soul into it, it's a different kind of rejection. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Like I've been, I've done pop, pop-up shows where people literally will not even acknowledge me. Oh, you know what I mean? So like, like I've not, had, like not come to your stand, or? like walk right past me. Like, oh, yeah. Man. So, Especially I, when you're putting your whole heart out. Oh, it's there, a, it's a you, heart. It's very vulnerable. It's yeah, a very it's vulnerable, vulnerable thing. Yeah, you you literally you feel naked out there because mm-hmm. you're being judged. Yeah, and I consider myself an artist first, so I've had a I've developed thick skin. You know, I've had to learn yeah. how to, to not uh, take it personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's really key for small businesses is because I think there are some people that take it personal. Oh, big time. Because like, and they it's worked, easy to they worked hard on something. And, you know, um, and they want, like, that respect for it. Yep. But it's like, but not everyone's going to like you. Yep. I mean, I knew going in, like, creating this show, yeah. there's going to be some people that hate this show. Yep. And you can't I, please everybody. Yeah, you can't please everybody. And if you try to please everybody, you're going to have a really tough life. You're, gonna, you're not going to succeed. Yeah, and you're going to quit. Yep. So, like, like I said, I knew going in for this, I was like, there's going to be people that love it. There's going to be people that hate it. Exactly. So it's like, but if I focus on all the negativity and the hate, I'm going to lose the passion for the show and I'm going to quit. So it's like, no, I can't pay attention to that. And I feel like there's too many people, whatever endeavor they may be mm. in, they focus on the negative yep. and not the positives, even if they're small. Absolutely. You got to, yeah, you got to It's funny, like, that. that's, I mean, if I were ever to, you know, be a mentor mm-hmm. for people just starting, I would definitely put emphasis on you can't, don't ever get sucked into the hype of it mm-hmm. or the neg- negative side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't please, like you said, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, not everybody's going to like your product or understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when you do, you know, start making money and, you know, you you say you do one pop-up and you, you literally sell out mm-hmm. and then you do another one and you don't sell anything. See, for me, that's you, you get sucked into, oh, well, I sold a whole bunch this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely sell a whole bunch this time. And then you don't. Mm-hmm. And then you feel, oh, damn. You know? Yeah. For me, it's like you got to be in it for the passion first and foremost. And I, I've, I've fallen into the hype of it. And mm-hmm. like, why, why isn't anybody buying, you know, this week? Or, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's like I actually do this because I like to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I would do it for free. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, okay, it wouldn't make any sense. But you also have to be realistic. In that, realistic. In that- sense yeah and for me it's like practical i had to okay you want to make a living too mm-hmm. you know what i mean and why not make money at something you love to do exactly you know, so and i think um i think when you're doing something for the right reason right. and like you have the love and the passion i think the money comes absolutely naturally. yep i don't i think if you automatically go into an endeavor and you think just about the money yep. and not about the influence you might have or you might make people happy or whatever it may be then I think the money doesn't come because you're doing it for the wrong reason. Absolutely. And for me, like, I always remember, like, especially when I'm going through, like, a slower period or I'm feeling a little down, I always, I I just look back at where I started. Mm. And I always remind myself, there's somebody watching me Mm -hmm. who is is inspired. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people, see, and I realize just because they may not like something that you posted or... They may not say anything. Mm-hmm. There's people who are really like, wow, they're really inspired by what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, even though they may not say it. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind myself of that. Like, okay, you're you're somebody's, mm-hmm. you know what no, I mean? it's true. Inspiration. It makes me think of um, uh, social media now, mm-hmm. right? And you may have a picture or a video that you posted, right? Yep. And say, let's go with the video since videos are now kind of taking over, over pictures. But you might get a thousand views on a video, right? Um, but you only get like five likes. But it's like, all right, you got five likes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like compared to a thousand views, it doesn't doesn't match, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But those thousand views, like you have no idea maybe what that video did to like those thousand people that watched it. Yep. Yeah, you got five people to acknowledge your video mm-hmm. and said that they liked it. But you don't know what happened to the other, you know, 955. Like you have no idea. Yeah. Like, And why spend time pondering about, it. about that? Like yeah. literally going to eat yourself up like... Mm-hmm. It's and the wrong thing to focus on. It is. Now, the way uh, I like to end the show always is on, and I think so far, like, this has been a great show. And oh, you, I think you've been a success so far with this fragrance company. Thank you. And, like, uh, when we first started talking about being on the show, like like I said, I have never met someone that is in this <laughs> right. niche. You know, it, it yeah. definitely was unexpected. It's different. But it's fascinating, actually, because... I definitely didn't know how fragrances are made <laughs> or colognes, you know. You just, I just go out and buy one. But what does success mean to you? It can be business or life. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Well, you know, uh, success is a subjective word. Mm-hmm. But I just recently learned um, that I'm already successful because I'm doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to relate success or connected to um, the money aspect of it and how big it is. You know, I, I wasn't going to be successful until I'm like a, you know, Mark Jacobs or a big company like that, mm-hmm. you know. But I think success is just being content with doing what you love. You know what I mean? I feel like the the icing on the cake is the money mm-hmm. and the sales um, but success for me is doing what you love. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, and I wish, I know it's hard, but it's like, I, I wish more people had like that mentality. Yeah. You know, do what makes you marvel, you know, <laughs> whatever, like to set your soul, set your soul on fire. Mm. I just tell people, cause you only get one life. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. And for me, if you're, if you're busy, ch- busy chasing, going back to what I said, the hype of it. Mm-hmm. And you know what's on paper, you never you're never gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I I always ask myself, I'm like those people who started from where where I'm at, and when they get to a level of you know the bigger companies and they have all this money in the bank, mm-hmm. who's to say they're really happy at that point? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think they maybe lost something on the journey. Yeah, because it becomes it becomes less about the passion, and now and, it's and just what makes work. them happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for me it's like. That's why I'm centered at, I'm an artist, I'm, I'm a creative person, and this is what makes me happy, always, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever comes, whatever icing comes with it, mm-hmm. you know, this is always what, this is what's going to make me happy, and I, therefore, I'm, al- I'm already successful. That's great to hear. I, I love <laughs> that type of mentality. I wish, mm-hmm. like I said, I wish I heard that more from yeah. people who have maybe gone down a similar road as you, maybe not fragrance. But business-wise. Yeah, it's all relative. You know? Yeah. 
Um, that's great. I always like to end the show like on a positive note. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully inspiring. I, I hope Absolutely. that your story inspires Absolutely. someone else. You know, I hope so too. So don't give up. Don't give up. That's a great way to end it. So I want to thank you for coming Thanks on the show. Thanks for having and, me, man. Um, I can't wait for this episode to be out for everyone here. Likewise, and best so, of luck to you, man. Thank you, man. I'm still at the beginning, but I love it. Yeah, keep going. It. Keep going. Um, thank you guys for joining us today's episode. This is Your Adventure Podcast. Don't forget to check out uh, Craig Frulo's company, The Sea Collection. Uh, he is on Instagram, so remember that. And check out Your Adventure Podcast. Anything you want to say or you want to break it off? Oh, just thank you for listening. All right, man. Peace out, guys. You've been listening to Your Adventure Podcast with Dustin Emery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this podcast. And we hope that you've been truly inspired and motivated. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at Your Adventure Podcast. Until next time, this is Your Adventure Podcast signing off.